Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squid ink, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everybody, I'm Doug Benson. Hi. I'm Karen Anderson. Hi. This is Dining with Doug and Karen, episode 17, coming to you from the Louis De Palma Suite at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California, on Monday, February 11th, two and a baker's dozen at 5 p.m. Producer KT Money is here. What's up? <laughs> Karen, I'm so excited about our guest today oh because we're going to eat. Christ. You're good. You're good. And you always remember. With the Lisa famous, Lo- do you want to say it? Yeah. Recording artist. Lisa Loeb is going to do our show today. Glasses wearing, like she probably put those glasses on the map when she did that song, She's Stay. quite famous for the glass. She the, has her own eyeglass company, you know. I've been a fan of hers since since that song and Reality Bites. And um, I'm very very excited to have her. But you know, uh, she has her own eyeglass company. Eyeglass wear her line of eyeglasses. Yeah, makes sense. Let's ask her about it. Yeah, they're cool. When she gets here, we'll ask her about it. But big, you know, she's it's pretty exciting. This is the first time we've had a non-friend, like somebody that isn't friends with at least one of us. Yeah, on the podcast, like I've never met her. We just. We met through Twitter because I said something about uh, her being the voice of Chili's. Hashtag you're welcome for people that were <laughs> that it was driving them crazy. Who is that voice? And then uh, she wrote back something to me and I wrote back and we bounced back and forth. So I, we'll find out from her. But I don't know how familiar she is with me or my podcasts or my comedy. But, uh, you know, she was following me so that I could write back to her. So... That's right. So that's good. She follows like two thousand people, though. So I'm not. I'm not that. Well, I don't feel that great about it. But still, you're pretty special to her. <laughs> I'm in the top two thousand. You're pretty special. So to we're her. gonna chew and chat with her when she gets back into the room. She arrived and then left to go freshen up. Is that the right? Well, I think you Is could that say the gentlemanly it's, way to say it. It's certainly nothing. Uh, to to hide, so I don't think no, it's a big deal. No, what she's, doing. she's got to look good for the podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, let's we'll do. Ask her about it when she gets in here. Okay. Well, in the meantime, let's do the iTunes comment of the week. I, I wrote out a short one because I didn't oh. have much time. A uh, girly sixty four on uh, the iTunes wrote. Sounds a little porny, but okay. Well, you know, they just have to make up. You never it's know. not. It's not like a name you have to really stick with when Girlies. you're just writing comments on uh, well. iTunes. Most of the names are rather. Oh, is that right? Vague okay. and weird. Yeah, it's not like your, I guess I didn't think it's not like your that. Twitter handle. I see. Her Twitter handle is probably something normal, better than that, like Tracy sixty four, <laughs> Tiffany sixty four. Anyway, she wrote every episode is a gem. Thank you. Well, that's very sweet. Yeah, she liked every single one. Oh, even great. that one with what's her name. <laughs> uh, I was saying that that food last time with. Um, I, I, Stephanie Potter. Mm-hmm. The Paleolithic food? I tell you, you just never know. You know, this just lady just happened to, into, you know, one, ask somebody who, who knows a chef? Oh, my I could eat, one. if she was there to cook it for me, I could eat that diet. I could, Absolutely. I 24 7 just eat that food. The, That's the, the weight would tuna. melt off. Oh, my God, it was good. Yeah. And I expect today's going to be delicious as well because I remember that this was some good food this guy cooks. Yeah. Well, we might as well say that too. 
Who's our chef today, Karen? Wolvesmouth. Our buddy Wolvesmouth is back. I'm calling it Wolvesmouth. 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 No, it's so exciting. I saw him down there. He's Wolvesmith got a of the ton Shopshires. of stuff. He's just down there with he so went crazy. many ingredients. We told him Lisa Loeb is a vegetarian, yeah. so go meatless today. And the story is, according to Katie Money, that uh, he showed up with some meat. In, like like <laughs> he's going to double feed us. Like we get to try the veggie stuff and, and meat stuff. He thought it would be boring if it was only vegetarian, which to me is not boring. But Oh. Right? And, and it probably is not boring to Lisa Loeb, considering that's what she eats. Right. So I saw, speaking our, of that, I saw Life of Pie last night. Speaking of what? Vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, he doesn't eat the tiger? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> and it kind of makes me want to be one, too, sometimes. A tiger? When you see those movies or a boat. like that. <laughs> a boat. Or a boy on a boat with a tiger. I want to be a shark. Why'd you see that? How'd you see it? A screener? Yeah. So no 3D. And so I didn't see Just the 3D. regular. Yeah. And I could but see a, how the photography it would be. Oh, my God. Quite good. Boy, that guy knows that should probably win best cinematography. I was so I was so surprised at the different kinds of movies Angley does. I mean, it's really he's good. He does so many different things. It's not yeah, like he and he doesn't them. he doesn't have a firm grasp of the language he's shooting them in either. It's pretty but, amazing. Uh, yeah, it kind of made me go, "Geez, I don't know about eating the animals now." But of course, today, well, because the lobster. Oh, Life of Pi turned. Yeah, you yeah. Because every once in a while, I'll see something like that, and I'll say to myself, "Geez, I don't." Is know that if what I that title means? Me. That you should just eat pie instead of animals. <laughs> Is that what they meant when they called it that? <laughs> I know they should too. Uh-huh. Oh God, I felt so. Yeah, it was. Uh, everyone said, "I'll see." Like I'll see Babe, and I'll be like, "Oh, geez, I can't do this anymore." But then I do because those poor little things are so delicious. Yeah, Babe. You can't uh, help it when someone just gives it to you. Like I might not cook it, but somebody would give it to me. I'd eat it. Babe, two pig in the city is a uh, is a, a, a overlooked gem. I think. Oh yeah, is that? It's uh, where all the animals go to the city and they run around. It gets it gets very harrowing. It's like scary for little kids. I don't know if Rodrigo could handle it. Oh, he's it's, getting it, bigger. It's now. intense. Where's he at now? I can hear her. She's coming. She's got her own little one. She's got two babies, I think. Two? Let's yeah. find out. I believe so. How'd it go down there? We start. We started without you, <laughs> so don't say anything that you don't want podcasted. I, it, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Doug. What? I didn't know what she was going to say. You know, a person walks into the room. She could say, she, could say anything. It's very common what Wanted she's her to know yes. they're hot mics. Hot. We didn't yeah. mention it yet. Okay, that's We're okay. doing it. And we've already introduced you. Mm. And <laughs> I'm so hungry. And, oh, good. <laughs> oh, that's great. With the chef, have you heard of Wolf's Mouth? Wolf's Mouth. I have heard yeah, of Wolf's Mouth. Yeah, he's kind of famous. And he cooks at his house. He does pop-ups and cooks in his house. I, my friends invited me. I think he did their wedding that I was at. Wow. That I was at. Oh, we'll have to look into that. Well, I know and you're from the food delicious, world. And we had a brunch. I believe. Oh, wait. I'm confusing two chefs. I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be. Oh, you might be thinking of Tiger Ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different guy, Yeah. <laughs> Um, what well, this, style of food is this? You might be thinking of elephant nose. Um, he kind of does a little bit of everything. I mean, he does. Okay. Um, I think does he do a little bit of an Asian influence? Maybe. I mean, didn't he do like? But he's not. Um, uh, my brain. He's artsy fartsy. If that's what you mean. And he lives downtown. Yep. We asked. I him think to I've go, been at we his asked house. Him to go meatless in, in on our view. Great. I think I've and been to his house. I think he's. We he's ate real so cute. much. 
He brought he wears yes. like a little yes. hat. Yes, little old, his hat. friends are old timey. Oh, that I don't, that I don't <laughs> his know. His friends are all newsies. Yeah, they all, yeah they only uh, work at good coffee. <laughs> uh, but he'll uh, he'll be up here in a second, and oh, uh, we'll solve all these uh, all these mysteries. You had a food show come up. I did have a food show. I used to watch that. Yes, I used to eat my way through. Every city it was Zappa. crazy. Yes, and I so I looked it up today. I was like, I know she had a food show. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think what it was, and then it was 19, 2004. Yeah, and I I could I mean honestly I thought it was like two years ago. I don't know I, know. I, I don't know what's going on in the world. The two thousands has just disappeared. They're gone. They just disappeared, right? Yeah, there's when no more. Because we don't oh, have a good name passed. for it, so why not just skip it? I mean, yeah, if you ask knots. me, the two thousand, the knots, yeah, the knots, the Food Network why to bother? me. I would have said, ah, I don't know if it started yet. <laughs> it's been, it goes so fast. It really does. I know. And I've been, I just put out a new project and everyone's asking me where I've been. I'm like, what do you mean? It, it's so weird when people ask you, what have you been doing? And you're like, and you look at your, you have a new like, album out. Oh, wait a minute. 2004. That, that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the new, album, the new album is the new project. That's one of the new, that's like the one new One of new them. Project. Oh, okay. One the main them. one. It's called uh, no fairy tale. Yes. Yeah, I listened to I it. I got yeah. it off the iTunes. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, thank you. I, we were listening to, at work today, we were listening to all your songs. Every and single one of them? The girl, the, well, not all of them. Not every That's single cool. one, but this girl sitting next to me um, was probably about 10, I guess, when Reality Bites came out, maybe, you know, when you think about it now. Sure. And mom listened. And she was singing it without any music or anything before we even started. Started singing Stay, oh. started singing a couple other, just knows them all. That's really It was awesome. really fun. So weird to be intergenerational. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about about uh, music and the whole iTunes thing is, and podcasting now is just it all just exists once you put it out there. It's crazy. It just you know. stays out there. <laughs> I was yeah I was the uh, uh, I was in New York City the other day a couple of days ago during the storm and I was in my room and I was just about to go to sleep but I thought I'd check something out on the internet which is always a mistake um, because two hours later I was in the rabbit hole of. Something I hadn't done. I hadn't gone on YouTube. I, I, I think along the way I saw a picture. I don't know why I was looking at this, but on YouTube there was a picture of comparisons of rock stars of, of when they were younger and now, like Mick Jagger and right. um, uh, like uh, Robert Plant. I was like, oh my God, Robert Plant is so cute. He was so cute. Oh like, my God. When he was, he's a teenager. I had a poster of him in my room. Oh my God. He's so, so I was like, I got to go. F- I, I, and I loved Led Zeppelin so much, but I don't, I don't look at a lot of pictures of them because when I listened to them growing up, the internet didn't exist and I had a couple of, you know, pictures from their albums or something like that or magazines like Cream magazine. Yeah, they're um, not even on the cover of uh, like Stairway to Heaven or whatever. Yeah, it's just weird, scary cartoons. Um, <laughs> gnomes and Such good stuff. elves. But so I, I was getting deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole. I started looking. First I saw all these people and then I thought, oh my God, Robert Plant's so cute. So I, I started looking for videos, but then I got sidetracked with my love of David Bowie. Wow. And it had, thank God the internet didn't exist when I was a kid because I... I never would have graduated from high school. Not that <laughs> you were that just looking at pictures of David anything. Bowie and David Bo- to every single yeah. thing he's ever done. Only life on Mars, everything, checking out his eyeballs, his crazy videos, and I loved music again. I was like, oh my god, I love watching these videos, these old videos. I even heard a weird surfer version of Life on Mars that this band did. It's pretty cool. Just old instrumental, surfer? yeah. Uh, did you happen to see Kennedy? Uh, the Kennedy Honors this time with Le- they did Led Zeppelin. Uh, David Letterman. I haven't on seen it, too. it, but my mom mentioned it to me. <laughs> good That's stuff. When you know you've missed something. Good. Heart sings. That oh yeah, really I heard, good. I've seen them. I keep dropping my napkin on my slippery um, leggings. Hold on. 
I thought you were bringing up Kennedy. The... Me too. So did I. I was like, Kennedy had a show? <laughs> like, that, that... Where she honored things? Kennedy. <laughs> That's a great idea MTV for her. Girls. Have her own show called Kennedy Honors. Yeah. She just not a bad says idea. what she likes. That's really good. Uh, yeah, I, no, my mom oh, said, did so you good. say, she's my, I know, I was in Dallas and my mom said, has that Kennedy Honors been on yet? Because I really wanted to see Led Zeppelin. I'm like, you really wanted to see Led Zeppelin? I love that. That's great. <laughs> they showed, you know, they show all know. the clips from, I mean, you're just dying They're looking so cool. at it. They were so awesome. And Hart, when you see them do Zeppelin, which I saw them, I opened for Hart once, and I saw them do some Zeppelin, and I thought, oh my God, they sound like Zeppelin. Yep. I never had thought of that before. Mm-hmm. And they still, their voices are amazing, still. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. And yeah. she's she's great guitarist. I mean, it's really, it was really fun. It's really fun. So I have to, I missed that. Still one of them, still married to Cameron Crowe. Yeah. yeah. Nancy. They're making it work. Yeah. I actually God went backstage them. once with Ann Wilson to, uh, when I went to see Elton John once. We went backstage mm-hmm. and we were there with Ann Wilson and we hung out with Elton John in his, like his backstage wardrobe closet room. And we all talked about food oh my issues God. I'd be allergic costumes. to all the feathers. <laughs> that would be the best thing in the world. <laughs> You're like, does anybody have the Allegra? <laughs> did Liberace die in here? So did you watch the Grammys last night? I didn't watch the Grammys. Uh, I was busy call. putting my kids to sleep. I wanted to, and I was getting ready for Grammy parties. So I missed the Grammys. And we uh, taped them on a VHS. No, we taped oh. them. <laughs> we DVR'd them. Uh, I have to watch them. How old are the kids? Eight months, almost eight months old, and three years old. Oh, so cute. So, yeah, I had to read about four books about princesses, and um, I, I just bought some books about New York City, so we read a bunch of princess books, and then I went to a party where I saw Prince. Holy shit. I know. Was I know. Oh my God. I got a glimpse of him. <laughs> I've seen, I ran into him once. That was You pretty, have? Yeah, I ran into him in a control room once at a show, and I didn't expect it. No one was in there but me. And he and I turned around. He was right there. I just about lost my shit. I didn't know what to, I couldn't talk. Right, right. Well, you, what are you supposed to say to Prince? I, I just kept looking at him, like, "Wow, you're like little, and your wife's little, and you're you, and you're here." And like, uh, let me find someone <laughs> <laughs> who can help you. I yeah. passed him in a dark hallway at a movie theater once, and I was just I, I was blown away by how tiny he is. He is very petite. He's Prince sighting. So genius, anyway, what, yeah. so we're, and you, from from the side. I thought he was wearing like a sleeping mask, like a mask you wear when you sleep. Oh, yeah. But those were his really Did he fancy perform? glasses. Not at the party. He was just talking to somebody. Hey. His glasses look like yes, a sleep mask. I love that. I'm Adrian's friend. Yeah. You, I was at your house. house I yes. For lunch. <laughs> I ate like 30 courses of breakfast once. Oh, oh my I, goodness. I, and I couldn't stop. It was delicious. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, Good, that's right. That's yeah. right. Wolf's I Mouth yeah. has just given us some food. Yeah, now, lots, we, we didn't explain to Lisa yet what it? what the deal was. Do I know what it is? Well, so we're, I we're thought we did. No. Types today because you're vegetarian. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'll eat. Is that cool with you? I, yeah, we make two. Yes. I oh. eat a tiny bit of bacon. So. Oh. Just that one? That's so the best part of the bacon. No, I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I just I eat what I like, and I don't eat what I don't like. All yeah. Right, so, all right. So, just real quick. So, this is. Who uh, could not like bacon? You, you guys have ribeye cap. Um. And then uh, oh, I see kind of thing right here. Um, <laughs> it's the same thing with it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the same type of setup, but just different ingredients for some of the stuff. You know, so, so she has like broccoli tempura, uh, oh. avocado, um, this cucumber, uh, cider glazed Brussels sprouts. It's like a little mm. shallot jam we make, cucumber juice, um, and then you guys have the ribeye cap, as opposed to the avocado, and then the uh, broccoli tempura. 
and can- some candied peanuts as well. Wow, I would have been absolutely fine with that, by the way. <laughs> Hers. But thank you. Let's no give problem. It. Let's see what we've got You going. felt like uh, veg- just cooking veggie for all of us for the whole show would be dull. Pretty much. For him. Well, you know, for you. Yeah, well, it, it was kind of, you know, like a, I, I figured we kind of had mm. to, like, step up our game from the last time. You know, mm. so. Oh, well, there's no, you know. I mean, you know, you, there, there's like a little room of what? <laughs> whatever the hell is down, what? you know, in there. What is this? <laughs> That's this a cucumber. A cr- oh, oh, my God. It's a cucumber, but we, we like uh, compress it with uh, a little bit of lime juice, some salt, like a little pinch of sugar, and then some uh, lime olive oil that we make as well. This is a first. And I've te- never- yeah, it's the shape of a grape. All sort of. <laughs> I all thought it was a grape. Like and a peeled then grape. Was- like a peeled grape. Delicious. Yeah, it tastes really and good. How do you get the, at first when I saw the tempura, um, the broccoli? I thought it was maybe either ice mm. because it's so lightly. Um, there, there's just like this tiny light coating on uneven coating. It's not that that heavy battered tempura. Yeah, yeah. It almost no, looks it's like just ice or coated. salt or snow. How yeah. do you? Is that- um, it's it's just you know you're using. Uh, well, I mean, you you actually use ice water to make it. You know because then it it, it helps like keep it more brittle and then uh, and then we we make like a pretty thin batter too mm-hmm. and then we just keep you know knocking it off to make sure so it's not overly fried i love that because i love fried food but when it's taste mm. good and not oh my god quite like- as thickly battered you know when you eat tempura and there's like somewhere inside of there yeah. there's a vegetable yeah like yeah. you just it's pull like a- the tempura off and eat the vegetable yeah. at that point <laughs> yeah uh this is sauce is so good <laughs> You know, it's it's like a little shallot jam type thing we made. Mm. You know, it's kind of like sweet sour, because I mean, because the meat's rich, so we try to put everything light around it. Mm. And this and is in the candy. But yeah, um, and then like the, I mean, we we have, like a little toaster oven down there, so cooking the steak in the toaster oven wow. that is fun. <laughs> toaster oven's one of my favorite things to cook in, though. We we have yeah. like a pretty gnarly one, you know. That's like it'll burn your hand off. Oh, easily. they do on the side, right? Yeah. If you touch it with your arm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Lisa, you cook a lot? I eat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to cook more. I eat, you know, I got into the habit when I had my first daughter, my daughter who's three, when I was pregnant with her. What's her name? Lila. Lila. I weirdly started craving salad, Hmm. which is weird because I always thought salad sounded so healthy. And like if my mom said, why don't you have a salad or why don't you have an apple? I, I, I was like defensive. I'm like, ugh. I'm not eating a salad. Like, I'd get so angry. Salad would make me angry. But now, when I think of eating salad, all those crunchy vegetables, and in Los Angeles, you know. Oh, yeah. And if you eat the junk food, like romaine lettuce, (laughs) it's still delicious. Oh, yeah. And and, and so, anyway, I got really obsessed with vegetables. So, when I'm cooking, it's more like throwing all these different clean vegetables that are cut in different ways into a big... uh, Your big salad? You should take, you know, some romaine or, like, baby gym lettuce, Mm -hmm. and then just grill it you know so like mm-hmm. so just slice it in half and just grill like one side but leave it all raw essentially mm-hmm. so you're just getting like the marks and kind of like that charred flavor on yeah, there. like people that do with texture. radicchio yeah yeah, yeah exactly oh, I love you know I've, I'm, I'm like in like this thing where i'm grilling a lot of like greens and stuff mm-hmm. right now grilled salad i've had it before it's, yeah. so, it's so good mm-hmm. just like very slightly warmed right on the other side yeah yeah well and then and then uh the other half is like nice and cold still so you get like oh, two yeah. temperatures the textures are different you know kind of just like all these little things going on but just yeah. by doing one simple thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is really good, man. Now, mm-hmm. have you have you made this one before? This no, dish? no, that was just. Um, I mean, it's 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 kind of like components of like you know other dishes that we have made, but um, we haven't made that exact mm-hmm. dish now. 
It kind of oddly reminds me of a French dip. Oh, but well, probably because of the um, the shallot jam with it. You know, yeah. it, it, it like gives. I mean, because it has like a lot of. I mean, it's it's caramelized. Mm. Yeah, I like it because it sort of feels home homey, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. Um, fancy at the same. Time. <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah. What that was you, great. What have you been up to lately? Um, a ton of cooking. Um, we're looking at uh, locking down this space for. So to essentially move moves, uh, move Wolf's mouth to a different location, and then also have a takeout spot. So you know, or like a fast casual type spot. Um, you know, so the the place uh, one side used to be an art gallery, and then one side was like this like Mexican food spot. So the idea is to have Wolf's mouth be on the art gallery side, mm-hmm. and then have uh, this fast casual type spot on the other side, um, and then I don't know just be able to have both concepts kind of working around the same time, all put through the same kind of, like, I guess, lens that we do our stuff in. So it's been that, and uh, we've ended up in some weird spots. You know, during, we, we did an event in New York, ended up in a Masonic temple in oh. Chelsea doing uh, a dinner there. I mean, I'll, I'll try and find the picture. It, it was crazy. It was like this big gold statue of George Washington like in the middle, he has like all of his like mason clothes on, and it was just such a. I, I was like rubbing the statue to see if the gold would come off. Oh, that's. I don't think off. you're supposed to touch that, but I think you get uh, maybe a, a genie pops out and you get some wishes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you have a what kind of? Did you have proper thing to heat up the food there at that <laughs> at that venue? Well, you know, surprisingly, no. You you would think they they had like everything was amazing, but the bathroom sucked. And so that that was a pretty big like disappointment for me actually. The bathroom. It, well, you know, I mean, okay, so just is that where you cook room. in the bathroom? Well, no, no, but you know, but, but it, well, it was crazy because like you Ooh. you like see this like crazy ornate sculptures <laughs> right. and like every little detail. Did you see any secret rooms too? This is awesome. Um, it reminds me I of the, one pretty uh, gnarly room. The Dorsey Dorsey, and that is oh, beautiful. Yeah. You know, so so it's like you see like all that kind of like ornate stuff, and then you go into a restroom, and you're like, "This is like it's just a regular." It, it, it was like kindergarten in like like 1968 or something. <laughs> I know all about that. It was a horrible bathroom, and I was kindergarten like, "Kindergarten 1968 segregated." It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was just weird, you know, because you're you walk in and you're just like, "How did you guys do all this stuff and then stop at the restroom?" It was like the the restroom was like, "Eh." Whatever. You want them to finish through, follow through. Exactly. It should be like those uh, theaters that you go to for the ladies' bathroom, and there's like the ladies' restroom, and it's a whole lounge with with like stuffed chairs and 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 chaise lounges yeah, and very, stuff like that. Very nice to rest. Yeah, and like oh my gosh, like in cars, cars used to have a little vanity in the back seat. Oh like yeah. My grandmother's car had like a Kleenex box and a little mirror and a little oh my table god you could get all set up. That's what the bathroom should be like there. I agree. Yep. Powder room for men. We'll start yes. doing a writing campaign. Only, Let's get it to happen. Yeah. And no more bathroom attendance. <laughs> no, we don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. So I go, I'm, I'm going to go start the next All right, let's do it. for you guys. Thanks, There's man. more. Thank I mean, this was so good. This oh, would be fine. Ridiculous. I love oh, Brussels yeah, sprouts. Yeah, yeah. I could eat the Brussels sprouts. Right? I, I, I oh, yeah. can never stop eating them. I didn't really know about Brussels sprouts growing up. Because I think Actually, it was just sort of one of these. One of oh, oh, yeah, sure. It was one of those things that. We should keep our silverware. Oh, I'm just going to lick my silverware. Can we keep the knife? Yeah, go for it. Uh huh. <laughs> That's the worst when I'm in my own kitchen at home and I have to secretly lick the knife. 
because I don't want my daughter to get in the habit of licking a knife. <laughs> but it's just so hard to get the peanut butter every morning. We have peanut butter or almond butter. You can't get it off in the um, dishwasher, even though it's a powerful dishwasher. Oh, Not yeah. for peanut butter. Good point. Or uh, avocado. Anyway, <laughs> are you? Uh, do you have a tour coming up soon to support the new album? I'm in and out on tour. I don't do like t-shirt tours, like six weeks of shows where I'm gone for the whole mm-hmm. time, and I come back and I'm all dirty and didn't take a shower. <laughs> I, I do like two days and then four days because I am going to do a ten day tour on the East Coast, but that's the longest tour I think I'm going to do. Like I've already been to it's Japan. All the way out there, it's harder to. Hit yeah. a few dates and come back each time. Like exactly. All the way across the country. Are you going to Washington, D.C. today? I am going to... Am I going to D.C.? You know, I need to look up the dates. I'm not I sure. I like how she looked first. I think it's Virginia. Where? Where? No, no, no. I was thinking in my brain. I was looking up into my brain. I think I'm going to Virginia. I need to look it up. I'm sort of... Uh, it, it. There's an element of when you have your life. You know this. Like when you're on tour, your life gets so planned in advance that you feel like it's already happened when you concentrate too much on your calendar. And... um. Every day I spend so much time with the calendar trying to organize things. But uh, it's hard with the kids. The kids are good. It's hard with with the kids, yeah, because I don't bring them with me. But I also don't want to leave them alone for that long. How are they going to eat? No, they they stay with my husband and babysitting. And, and are you like Gwen Stefani in the bus on that commercial, and she calls them, "Hi, you guys!" Oh gosh, that's oh, terrible. I miss you. Writing songs is so hard. It's a, writing songs is so hard. Is it <laughs> I hard? Know. But I it's love really it. hard to write songs. Yeah, um, it is really hard. It's, it's a tough job. Say, you know, it's much easier to say- eat than writing songs. Yeah, no, I you know, got a much better gig. There are some people who think it's really easy and fun and easy. Um, I'm not one of those people, but. I do write, but ever since I was a kid and I was a writer, I kept almost quitting and breaking up with it, and then I keep doing it. You, you, can't. you, don't, and you don't have to worry about. Oh, yeah. uh, you don't it's have terrible. to worry about everybody else in the band liking it or not, right? No, although I have had bands before you had where guys in nine stories give you some guff. Yeah, no, they, they give me a look though. You, I feel it's like I feel like I'm the little sister, or, or you know, I went to an all girls school, so I don't really know how to deal with guys anyway. I feel like I'm, I'm way behind, like 12 years behind everybody else on, on communicating with guys. You know, Interesting. I but um, I, I, I sometimes, I, especially like in college and right after college, and even now, I, I just get so nervous. Not nervous, but I just feel like, oh, I hope they like these songs. Like, I don't want them to be some weird biggest fan or something like that. Like, oh, this is the best song ever. But I also want them But you also don't want them playing it grudgingly. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Giving me a like, look. Like, a look on yeah. their face while they're playing it. This is okay. I, I love when I you, say you like you can't see what they're doing. Yeah, and I have some. I have one of the, one of the guys in my band. I love all the guys in my band. Um, and now I'm even playing with a woman as well. But there um, you go. I love these people, and especially these guys I've been playing with forever. And I know they like it if I say, "Oh, I think I'm going to cut that one song from the set," and they're like, "Oh, no, no, no! I think we should keep it in." That's like, oh, they like it. Oh, that's a nice feeling. Oh, or maybe it's just easy for them. <laughs> They're like, mm, yeah, I, I don't do want a cross to have to think of yeah. a new order. <laughs> yeah, do you get it's easier to, to remember? Yeah. Do you get to the the point of like when you know you have to you know come up with some material and then you're like, I don't go, yes. I can't do it, I can't. And then once you do, though, it's really fun. Exactly. It's like somebody asked me once. Uh, I was trying to figure out if I liked working out or not. And for a minute there, I was working out too hard, like I was actually working out on a treadmill, like trying to get my heart rate up and actually doing some kind of cardio. Smart. Right. But I I, I realized I didn't like it, except I liked after I was done. That was fun. Yeah. So now I, I, I don't work out like that. <laughs> I don't work out like that anymore. But 
Um, but it's kind of like writing. You know, you, you can get this great idea and it's really exciting. And then once you sit down to do the homework, it's just like uh, anything but that is the or best thing stuck. to do. you get stuck. You get stuck. In fact, I was working on a record before I made my current record. I was working on an acoustic record and I was working with this great producer I loved named Tom Monahan. And I had a couple songs that, that we were just testing out to see if we like working with each other. And I loved the way they were coming out. And there was a third song. And we started recording it. And I thought it could be like one of those bands you read about who they didn't have their songs finished. They just went to the studio and they finished up their songs in the studio. I don't know how people do that. I don't even know what that means. At the record actually. plant. At, yeah, they're there like spending $7,000 an hour. And they just come up with all the ideas at the microphone. But um, I, I was trying to record just this demo version of a song. And he said, you know, you should really... He basically was telling me I needed to work on the lyrics some more. And I just was like, uh, okay. And then I sort of pushed the pause button for the next couple of years while I kind of worked on that song. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't want, I don't, I don't, I, I kind of thought it was finished. I don't, I don't. But anyway, I couldn't, it, it sort of put me in a holding pattern on that song. And it made me kind of like, oh, I don't know. It just made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing. Which which that wasn't his what goal. What you do. That's what's always so funny because like here you are obviously got many hit songs and all this and of course you can do of course you're good at it. But you just think you'd think to yourself, Oh, I can't I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, it's hard. And and I think that's the other thing is that when I read books about writing, because I do that sometimes, or talk to other people who are writers, musicians or novelists or whatever it is, it's hard. It's hard. Oh, yeah, that's what not, I, that's what I like about stand-up comedy is that I ne- I you know never have to answer to anyone other than whether or not it's getting laughs. But you have to and sit myself. down and write when you when you. But I guess I also can make too, up a lot of it on stage. I, you yeah, know? that's fun. I mean, yeah, you're good at that. It's fun to talk about junk sure. on stage, but writing songs like like right. have you written a lot of scripts and that kind of thing too? A little bit over over the years, I've done stuff like that, and uh, you know, people do. When you have to sit there and argue on behalf of uh, like a joke, oh. you know, to anyone, it's it's uh, you know that can be frustrating. So, uh, the, in stand-up comedy, you don't have to run it by anybody, you just know, the you, audience. You can just do it. But um, you you probably had a certain amount of freedom over the years just because of your success, though. Oh yeah, I I I I feel like I've had a lot of freedom. I guess there's been points when people. Uh, at record companies wanted to hear another song and another song and like get a single. Part yeah, me, that's they're looking was, for the hit. Yeah, they're looking for the hit and and part of me felt like, oh gosh, I better write a hit. And and then the other part of me that's more um, stubborn was like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm I'm writing songs. I'll write more songs. This is just what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Just let us go. Which also meant part of me was like, please like it. These are good. Everybody else likes them. Why don't you? You know, like yeah, it's, it's this weird push and pull. That's the tricky part about albums too. Is it's like you know, are you are you dealing with a record company that thinks every song should sound different, or if they or it should all have like a very similarness to it? You right. Know? Well, like, that's the thing. Like those you are can't just guess. random judgments that other people right. are making on your behalf. You and know? sometimes you feel like you're speaking. Ooh, Look at this. Sometimes you feel like you're speaking a different language and, and you're trying to figure out what they're saying and interpret. This is so pretty. This is beautiful. Yes, absolutely. So we all got the same oh, thing this time. We all got the same thing. I did one so there's no meat in this one. Course. This is full-on veggie. Tell us what we have. All right, so this is uh, coffee lime yogurt with uh, roasted delicata squash. Um, oh, I can't have coffee at this time of day. <laughs> <laughs> Marinated uh, citruses. Mm. Beet greens, mm-hmm. um, raw shaved carrot, and then like a cocoa coffee crumble. Is this purple carrot? 
Yeah. So it's very purple and orange what we're eating right here. It's a little brown. Look at this. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is uh, too beautiful to eat. Wow. It's very nice. I feel like I'm just eating that guy, uh, just going to <laughs> someone's garden and saying, I'll just pull this stuff here and put it in a dish and then I'll eat it. What is the citrus? It's. Um, it's cangelo or um, it's uh, mandarins and clementines. Let me okay. marinate it in like lime and mm. vanilla. Wow, the lime and vanilla make it taste like I'm eating perfume, but not in a yeah, bad yeah. way. Perfume, it's, yeah. It's like a like a floralness that it lends to it. This is like my favorite. I you sh- I should have you design mm. uh, um, like a fragrance for me because the ones that I like are very masculine. They have a lot of like leather and coffee and citrus and van- a little vanilla might be the sweetest thing, but it just has that depth and lime. I wouldn't yeah, well, doubt that he you you like toiletries too. I mean, because you could no, do it well. I actually am a huge fan of of good soaps. I I love like oh my god, good handmade soaps. You guys are going to connect and you're going to make a new business besides your eyeglasses <laughs> business. I Wolf's Mouth has an eyeglasses business. Lisa does. <laughs> on, on the side, I just pedal them out. No, he's in he's into hats. Mm. Oh, you're in hats. I am. <laughs> my husband's I'm, really into actually hats. Right, right across the street. I got to go over there after to pick up one I had made. Which which store? It's like um. Robert Schaefer's it's like oh, wow. a hotel and garments or something like that. Okay. I have to tell my husband he's um, obsessed with hats. It's like Gunner Fox makes some awesome hats. Gunner Fox sounds like an actor on the CW. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the hats are fabulous. Um, they are. What is the but it's it's um acorn squash? Uh delicata squash. Delicata is what yeah. you said. And then we which just is leave. a tiny squash. Yeah, yeah. And then you know when when you get them like when they're younger and everything else that the skin is we we just leave the skin on because it's edible and it gives like yeah. just a different texture. And and what is was that marinated? Was it marinated or no no it, it was it was just cooked really simply. I mean you know just we just cover it with foil, put it in the oven. No just no seasoning or anything, no and salt? then take it out. No, um, because I mean it's it's naturally sweet on its own, and mm-hmm. then when we just like mark it off, like we just put like a little bit of seasoning on it. Mm. And then, you know, to get like a little color on it. Right. Wow. Yeah. But the, the next course have, has uh, these apples in it. Mm. And they're like marinated in lime. So when you when you taste those, you'll you'll taste like that. Lime and lemon do like a lot of really awesome things to vegetables. I mean, even, even like when I get an apple, I'll slice it and just take just, just a piece of lime or lemon and just rub it across the surface. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Is this coffee crumbs or are they... It's it's kind of like a like a cocoa coffee cookie. Uh, I was gonna say that, it tastes that like we cookie make, crumbs in a way. You know, and and yeah. it just like gives like a bittersweet yeah, tone good. to it. Man, I, like I love it. these carrots too. I've been obsessed with carrots lately. There have been some really sweet ones at the farmers market. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're really good. But I haven't seen the purple ones. They're all over. You just got to source them out. Mm-hmm. You got to be vigilant. That's kind of how I am. My walk around the market. I should get you to help me out because I think. It's hard to put finding purple carrots on the top of my list of <laughs> Saturday activities. Yeah, you right got now. so much. I'm to lucky do. to like get past the bouncy house, not buy a balloon, not buy the red popcorn. Yeah, there's lots to the do. Ki- what? Why do kids love balloons so much? <laughs> I hate balloons. I even like when you were a little kid. I never really liked them, but my kids want balloons every time. And then they just lose their shit if they if you like let it go or pop it. Well, right? that's the thing. Or if you want to tie it on their wrist, they don't want that. No, I want to just. Hold, I want to hold it. I want to have the opportunity to lose it. I got four and a twelve. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, my daughter is so sweet, and she wanted a balloon so badly, so she started taking them and trying to blow them up. Oh. And then she finally chose one. 
with aliens, and they were blowing it up for her. And she said, no, I don't want that one, which well, is typical of a three-year-old. Yeah. And then she was choosing another one and trying to blow it up. And then the woman gave us a look and said, you can't put your mouth on the balloons. Or when I you- was like, well, we already did. <laughs> What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Buy it. And they're like $2 a piece, oh. which is also a drag because, you know, they have like a whole tub they probably got for $2. Well, how about $2 when you go? Have you taken them to Disneyland? They're too little, probably. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, we will, but not yet. I love we went that. To the they have store to have a balloon. Time. It's like, well, I guess $18 is fair. <laughs> Seems like a good price for a balloon. Yeah. It's like the airport. That you have water. to have. It would yeah. be a good thing to pop in the car yeah. and scare everyone <laughs> and crash. <laughs> And, and it's one of the worst choking memory. hazards, too. That's it. Oh. I know. We have it's animals. It's literally one of the worst choking <laughs> hazards you could have is a balloon because if it gets stuck in your See, esophagus. to curb that, if, if I was a parent, I'd probably be the worst parent. But I'd be like, oh, you want a balloon? And then you create a bad memory. So then go, here you go. Here's a balloon. And then just immediately pop it. Like oh, right in their yeah. face or something. I'll never want one again. Daddy! I like Problem solved. I like the way the wolf thinks. <laughs> Problem solved. Parenting by the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I generally scare them. Uh, first, <laughs> first roll. <laughs> Not yeah. a bad idea, though. I hate balloons so much. I think I might try that. Oh, they probably get like it. on this next course. Okay, thank you. I'm yeah, your your children are going to have some uh, delicious vegetables to eat because that that whole plate did not feel like vegetables to me. Yeah, you loved that. Look yeah, at that. that was I have to lick the plate. Wait, that was like dessert with vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And my carrots were so crunchy. Look at this. Lisa's, Lisa's going for the plate with the finger. I'm sorry. I have to lick the plate. Okay, I actually, I, I have an invention, but I can't tell you. Oh, shoot. Oh. Darn it. has it. to do with that. But Pl- plate licking. Oh, uh, so yeah. we got to think about that. More what could it be? More than plate licking, but yeah. Oh. Um, I like that invention. <laughs> it's very important for people Finally, who like to Finally, I don't eat. have to lick my own bowls. The, the little fellow Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think because I always try to tell something cute. He says, "Isn't the three-year-old hilarious?" The thing so hilarious, yes. Every single thing. Right? I mean, they just don't. I mean, and I think even at four, it's even a little bit, you know, because then they. My, yeah, my daughter talks a lot, so she'll be talking to you. A common thing she's been doing lately is she'll ask you first, "Are you a boy or a girl?" And then, she, even though she knows, she's like, "Yeah, okay, you're a girl." Oh, and then uh-huh. she'll say, um, "What does your voice sound like?" Oh, <laughs> even though she's talking to you, right. she'll say, yeah. "What does your voice sound like?" You're like, uh. I'm talking to you right now, and this is what my voice sounds like. What does your voice sound like? But what does it really sound like? Mm. You, yeah. You're disguising it, aren't Why you? Why are you yeah. doing that? I don't know. What's what color the, do what's you? What's your favorite voice? color? Yeah, we have lots of long discussions about favorite colors. What's your favorite color yeah. comes up a lot in the day. Yeah, dark Several purple. Times. That's why I like those carrots, too. My daughter's favorite color is dark purple. And she likes carrots, so she would love that. Uh, my older one decided for me that my favorite color was pink. Oh, so oh is it? It's not probably oh, a, a blue. I love pink too, but which blue? And see, it, this is where it comes from. I am truly interested. I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, do I need to be here? Cadet? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back my with more color? of kids and colors after. <laughs> but then, it, so so now my favorite color is pink. No, but what really is? I'd say I, I do like a blue, like a blue like that color, even more navy. I just love it. I don't know why. That's a bright cobalt blue. That's a, that's a little much. Is that cobalt? That's like cobalt blue. It's very yeah. It's a metallic. That's a cool painting. Blue. Yeah, that's the the nerdist boys in superhero outfits. That's awesome. And do you have a favorite color? Not to go back to the most boring oh, topic um, ever, but, but I'm, the I'm kids interested ask in you three times a day. So I think you know they may ask me what yours is. Most <laughs> of my life, it was probably purple. A lot oh, of people good. say purple. And what, purple. like a royal purple, like a grape jelly purple? No specific purples. I'll go as far as a maroon if I have to. <laughs> really? Wait, but, but what about uh, lavender? Lavender? Lilac? Lavender's all right. Lavender's okay. Oxblood? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. knows all the colors. All yeah, all I just, you have a purple band on. Oh, I do. It's sparkly, too, which is really magical. But yeah, I'm, I'm 
I, I'm interested. My, we were asking my husband what his favorite colors were, and he was saying, you know, red. Or no, my daughter was saying, I know, Daddy, you like red, you like black, you like gray. It was like all the colors of the man ran rainbow. Uh-huh. No pinks, no purples. And I asked my yeah. dad, he's like, well, brown. I'm like, no, not brown. not like what would look good on you. Oh, I actually like <laughs> I, brown, I, though. I like brown. I, I do I brown. do think of what would look good on a me, chocolate what, brown, what clothes yeah. I buy, yeah. probably. Yeah, you would look good. At, are, do you know your colors? UPS trucks are good. <laughs> From the them. 80s? I think I'm a winter. Oh. No, or am I? Or am I Maybe uh, a spring, no. like, like pa- not powder, but like a heavy, powdery color, well, like sky blue. I'm an autumn, which means oh, a lot of oranges and like earth, earth, earth colors, tones. It used yeah. to make me so depressed in the 80s. <laughs> you look nice in green, Doug. Do you have green eyes? That's where I, why I said I used to say purple, but I think green is my, uh, you know, that's my jam. Because I, uh-huh. I got the green eyes and hmm. goes all right. Okay. Works out okay. We'll put those two together. Nonetheless. We found each other to make this happen on Twitter. Yes. Because I mentioned, I like to tell... My followers, whenever I recognize a voiceover in a TV commercial, ah. I say not only who it is, but then I hashtag it with your welcome <laughs> because I know it drives people crazy. Like, you know, they don't realize, oh, that, yeah, it is Matt Damon or John, or Boy John Krasinski. <gasps> or, John Boy. Oh, what's he on now? I'm Mercedes, right? That's oh, uh, he is? That's John Richard Boy? Thomas. Yeah. Oh, I believe. Now I'm That's what you think. Let's check that shit out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I do that all the time, and I wrote uh, about how you're the voice in the Chili's yes. spots. Nice gig. And then you actually yes. wrote back to me, so that was I was very excited about I was like, that. Yes, <laughs> I know. Plus, then uh, you might have been saying something about Chili's, but that that was a, a big restaurant growing up when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah I'm I mean, from Dallas, and it was it's a restaurant. When I you know, travel on the oh, road, yeah. me and one of my opening acts, we we will seek out Chili's because we just we we know what we like there. Yeah. And we know that it's not. What do you get at Chili's? Some weird restaurant that we don't we don't know what's going to happen. I always get the uh, Monterey chicken. It's my mm. favorite thing there. And um, my friend Graham Elwood, he's he's a total he's a vegetarian. So there's some sort the black of black bean burgers really good. There's something there that he likes. I forget what it is. The uh, black bean burgers really good. Because men don't care what the other man is eating when you have a meal together. Men don't care. <laughs> men don't. Can you eat no, off their plate? Uh, off of each other's plate? Share, men? like, are you getting fries? Okay, then I won't get fries. No. Oh, fries. None of that. Can you imagine? The this? worst we've got is every once in a while we'll we'll have that conversation about an appetizer like the, you <laughs> know, share like some the wings? spinach dip. Oh, are you going to share? Yeah, oh. let's share the spinach dip. What about desserts? I've been I've been with a family once. Well, I'm we're a big Jewish family, and we just eat off of each other's plates. When I met my husband, the first meeting we had, I ate off of his plate, weirdly, at a meeting. But... It looked good. He must have been I like, asked. she's into me. <laughs> He's like, wow. She's so eating she my, my food. But I went out to dinner with some folks once, and every single person ordered the same dessert. I had never seen that in my entire life. Yeah, they each had to have their own? They each had their own a piece of one. cheesecake. I a full one. They didn't they share. All, they didn't say, oh, would yeah. you like to try it? Oh, no. I like to get Yeah, you get a couple. And share. And share. Yeah. yeah. That's very common. You at least yeah, have to ask think. everyone, would anyone like a bite? Like the, mm-hmm. I, I learned that growing up. Like It was rude to go ahead and start before offering somebody else your food. I want to get rid of as much of it as I can. Yeah, you just you want know. a couple bites. I want to just leave me with a, uh, only enough to taste it and enjoy it and not eat a whole disgusting I used to do that piece sometimes. Of thing. Especially when I was single, I would do that. I would go to, like in New York City, I would go to these great restaurants where the food was so great. But I can't eat all that stuff. I, You know, I, I try. But I would order three or four things and see if anybody in the restaurant, like the people who work there, would want to eat the rest of it. Like, yeah. oh, do you mind really? if I order this delicious cheesecake pizza, mm-hmm. cheesecake pizza, and I'm going to take just a little bit of it off the plate, and you guys are and welcome guys to eat the rest of it. And will they? 
they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. What a great like idea. Like a huge pile of fr- – like you go to one of these Mario Batali restaurants in the middle of the night and you want French fries, but you just want a little bit of French fries, not like yeah. an entire – They give you a mountain. Face full. Yeah. And oh, so that's you have a great like idea. Some, and then you say, please – because you feel it. so bad they're going to waste it. You don't want to waste it, but you, you also you can't eat all the I wonder fries. if people at Mario, like at Mozart or someplace, I wonder if they get the food that we don't eat, and then they eat it. Anyway. <laughs> How could you not eat it? I know, so I you're know. You're thinking, I can't put this in the garbage. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that... Chili's, I could... Oh, I mean, never oh. oh. No, I would never do that at Chili's. Oh, that so, reminds yeah. me, though. I got I brought something in case we... Uh, well, so far, the food's been very... Uh, What's this? The presentation's very neat. We haven't had to eat with our hands. No, we didn't. No, oh. so we haven't needed the quicker picker-upper, <laughs> which is also the voice of Lisa Loeb in there. Is that there right? Is. It's exciting when you get to work with companies that you actually use their products. It's, it's, yeah. It's cool. Lisa, I didn't I realize you were gonna, so many voiceovers. Yes. I thought you were going to bring backup food, which I also have done to Siri. Like when I go really hungry someplace, I, I, I try not to ever be that hungry because I love eating and uh, I eat all the time. But every once in a while, I'll have a few things stashed in my purse just in case. I thought you were, you were looking down here. I thought you were saying, I've got a few things stashed in my belt. Yeah, like. Like yeah, in my belt I've got a cheese got a stick. Utility belt, belt full of food. cheese sticks. Various. Oh my god, there's a, there's pretzels. this woman at work. She uh, has to carry food around with her all the time because she's allergic to black pepper or pepper, pepper and oh. anything. And but deathly. Wow. That'd be tough. And it's. I mean, really, there is pepper. but there is pepper in most things. Pepper's in a lot of food. Some kind of pepper, and there's also some odd seasoning that she says she can't really pinpoint. So she has to. Like, oh my goodness! Oh yeah, really bad. She must be really healthy. So she has though. To, she probably eats like whole peppers, great. raw peppers, and like a potato. A lot of raw. She said vegetables yeah. are her friend. Yeah, raw vegetables. Have you ever had uh, paleo diet food? Mm, well, I, remind me what that is. It's it's just meat meats and vegetables, but no potatoes. Like no night nightshades. No, right? Nothing no processed. No gluten. Nothing no. processed. No I mean, cheese. No dairy. Yeah, I don't think I would. I, I would prefer not to eat that way. But it was, we had, some we good had food. a chef bring us some stuff, and one of the things that you probably would enjoy is a, it's like a hollowed out roasted pepper with, uh, or no wait, where do you stand on fish? You don't like fish? I like fish. It oh, depends okay. on which fish, but yeah. But like it had uh, tuna. It was a it was a shishito pepper hollowed out with, with avocado inside, and then um, and then a, a piece of uh, piece of tuna, ahi tuna, ahi tuna with tamari oh. on top, and maybe something else. I like tamari. I don't like raw fish, but I would like to deep fry that and eat it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like those jalapeno poppers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was so good. That sounds. I mean, I think it's. I, I'm. I am really into healthy eating, but for me, healthy eating means eating what you like. Don't eat what you don't like. Eat as many vegetables as you can. Uh, the ones that agree with you, because some people can't eat bunch of raw vegetables all the time you know cut back on things that don't make it taste good and also aren't good for you like salad dressings like just put a little less put it on yourself unless it totally ruins the coating of the lettuce but um you know just eat what you like don't eat what you don't like eat mostly good things like that you know are healthy yeah but if you want something have it because you know how many times you've eaten through an entire meal that's healthy like quote-unquote healthy to get to something you actually wanted to eat you could have just eaten the thing you really wanted and Eat the healthy thing yeah. later. Then walk yeah. away. Exactly. <laughs> That's good advice. Just eat the dessert. Yeah, no, seriously. Call it a day. Yeah. You can, why, but you why, know. It doesn't have to, you don't have to have a whole meal. Why before. add up to In it? fact, a exactly. whole meal before a dessert is, is probably the problem. That's the like unhealthy part. If you part. just had a piece of pie for dinner. Oh my God, you'd be so happy. But after a couple nights of just piece of pie, you probably feel oh, kind of sure. like, eh, I feel I like I just salad. had a pie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your body knows. I know, it's true. Like if I start eating stuff that's 
not great, you know. I mean, yeah. It's like, okay, you know, kind of just like craving food or whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden, I really do. I, I crave salad, just yeah. like you were saying. Like, you want that crisp, really fresh you know, yeah. kind of feeling, and crisp it's delicious. And I did eat a lot of pizza, too, when I was pregnant, and Thai food, and noodles, yeah. Oh, did you did you like burritos at all? I always like burritos. <laughs> they say that people, cra- well, I crave those, but they say it's like the, the iron. Perfect, perfect, yeah, it's like a per- perfect complex protein. That's why you want it when you're pregnant, because you know it's going to satiate you and oh, make it's you so feel good. good. It's good for the baby. Mm. Really? Burrito, and also swirly cones, they say is good, too. <laughs> Yes, the texture, they say the that's iron good content. <laughs> no, that's what I wanted all the time. I, Swirly cones. Well, how do you, what do you do with your kids with all that stuff? Oh, what Feeding I, them. I try the to, younger one, especially. Oh, I try to give them good food. I try to give them healthy food. Uh, I mean, there are some things that are... Pro- it's funny, we were talking about this before, but like they really... like Spencer, the older one, said, can you make me some kale chips? You know, So it's like... Wow. That would never come out of anybody I know's mouths when we were right. younger. You know? We didn't even know what kale was. It was a, it was like a, something you planted in front of your house. I didn't or like know a burrito that. bar. So when I'm trying to explain it to people, I'm like, you know when you go to the burrito place and they have all that green stuff underneath the uh, salsas? That's kale. You can eat oh. that. That's like the best vegetable <laughs> in the restaurant. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so they ask for stuff like How that. How did he even know? know about kale chips? Did he hear, hear I made us? Them. Oh. oh, that's great. Oh, you made them and then he asked for them another time. Yeah, they ask for them all the time. Yeah, they yeah. always and want chips. Are like roasted. You made kale it sound like pieces, you just asked right? for it out of the blue. Oh, yeah, well, I no, I just think it's interesting. Like he's yeah. not. He didn't say, "Hey, mom, can you make cookies?" He was like, "Hey, mom, not that that would be bad, but you know, right. hey, mom, can you make kale? Make chips? some more of those things that taste like delicious chips. Yeah, because they're because they're really good. Yeah, one of the who made those for us was it? Uh, who did make Becky? No, I can't remember now who made those. Windak. How did they make? Th- I'm just curious. Um, I like like roasted kale or any vegetable roasted where it gets crispy. Oh, you want to? But I don't do usually put. Sometimes I uh, somebody gave me some once from a like an artisanal store that no, is, that's way and they were really salty. Yeah, too salty. You get you just put them in with olive oil, dry, really dry, dry but clean little pieces, and, and get yeah. the stems off. Yeah, and then just rub it on there real good. Not that much like, olive oil. Yeah, massage you don't, it. In. Yeah, massage it because it wants to get, get all over clear. there. Yeah, and it doesn't take a long time. You know, yeah. you put it on a cookie sheet. Yeah, put it in 350 for like. I don't know, 12 minutes maybe. Keep your eyes on it. Right. And then, um, oh, meanwhile, do sprinkle a little salt or you can put Tiny cayenne bit. pepper or oh, whatever yeah. you want. And then uh, and then you'll know how much salt you want right. to put after you make it a few times. God, I love it. We've, we've made it sometimes, but I think we don't dry the kale enough. And sometimes it can get like oh, salty, a, uh, soggy areas. Yeah. Or too much olive oil, maybe. Yeah, yeah the ones we had were like really... Really crunchy. They're crispy and crunchy and delicious. You can't stop eating it. It reminds me, did you guys ever go to that restaurant in New York City back in the day? Uh, um, uh, It was a really fancy Chinese restaurant in Midtown Manhattan. Panda Express? Oh, yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and they'd give you this fried spinach, and it it would go straight up in the air. like Oh. And it melts in your mouth. That was unhealthy because it was fried, fried. But it had that similar thing where you're just eating this crunchy, clear, almost... I don't know. Where was it? Oh, of course, I don't know that many places in New York, I guess. It was uh, China, China Grill. China Grill. Oh. oh. It was like a place you'd go you on go. a business meeting. Holy smokes. Oh, there's, this actually is a bowl. I thought it was a plate. Look at this. Oh, he this puts is... this together for us in a comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> Thank wow. you. Yep. All right. Tell us what we've got here. And we've all, we've all got the same thing this time? No, no, it's um, not all the same thing. Pretty close, though. Um, so you have, so you have like essentially like a little lobster roll. <gasps> so lobster? Oh, I don't have lobster. You don't have lobster? Uh, and, it's okay. Do, you, do you want some? We have, you some, have more. some. Sure. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want your lobster? I was going to go back. I would trade you. Oh, oh, I don't mind. You're our guest. 
But if he's going to get right. some, I mean, I don't want to stop him. Like, I don't want to not eat this while he's not telling us about it. But he probably took the whole meatless thing to mean fish, too, I guess. I know he should because fish is actually meat. Yeah, but, you know, some yeah. people eat fish. So. In Texas, chicken isn't even meat, so... You know, they'll say, oh, you're vegetarian, and then they still give you, like, here's some chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that wasn't what I was talking about. That's why I started saying I'm, like, a vegetarian, even though I'm not, so I shouldn't, you know, defile the... Do, do you the, remember Javonka Steele, the comedian Javonka mm-hmm, Steele? Mm-hmm. She used to have a joke in her act that she's a vegetarian, and her mom would always give her uh, stuffing, turkeys, or, uh, oh, mm-hmm. you know, stuffing, and she would say, is there any meat in this? And she goes, Javonka, stop being weird. <laughs> it just has a little bit of pork in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you still not eat? Are you still a vegetarian? Are you still? <laughs> do, you, do you still not eat meat? How do you get your protein? Yeah. Uh, free toes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, actually, did you know that tofu or beans has more protein? Ooh. All right, comes. He's back. Oh, now double, double the. Yeah. Now you, you get to have two of them. Switch it out. Oh, no. That doesn't matter. Wow. You can do a taste test Thank and see what you like. Yep. Okay, so so, so you what is it? Be part of the taste test. I love taste tests. <laughs> yeah. What's um, but uh, so what's all in there? There's. Um, Do we get a picture? The oh. apples with the lime. Oh. Um, these like uh fried potatoes, mm. um, little like potato chips that we made, sorrel, dill, chive, um, the lobster, some brioche, um, creme fraiche. Is Sorel the thing that looks like a four-leaf clover? Yeah. With little hearts Yeah, yeah, on it's it? like sour. Perfect for um, And then celery root. Oh, celery oh, this root. looks absolutely crazy good. And then it's like a little potato velouté, like a soup or whatever. Mm. Is that the crunchy thing is? Um, which know? thing? Oh, there, there's a celery root. This is celery root. Yeah, yeah, it's like just just raw celery root. It's like the chocolate chip of the... Of this, of the celery fan. It's like you know they're oh, like. Oh, it's it's amazing. Texture. I love it. I I use it. Ooh. I mean, usually in place of any celery because it's more mild. Mm. Is this what the sorrel? Is? Oh, there's mm. also a little cheddar in it too. Mm. Is this sorrel? Uh, yeah. That's so like, good. I never like knew nice what this was. Sour. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow. Isn't that good? Sour? <clears throat> it's good because you 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 can use it to cut through like cut through mm. the richness of things. Oh yeah, it's like um, really like fresh green. All right, this sour. is so good. You're too much, man. You really are. <laughs> this is this is really tasty, tasty, tasty. Yeah, especially considering the lack of an actual kitchen downstairs. It's pretty impressive. Well, oh, I figure yeah. you know our, our goal was to kind of because I mean at least like now like we knew what we were getting into like last oh. time we had no idea. The nightmare that you were entering. Yeah, you go in there and you're like, <laughs> okay. We've oh, yeah. we've actually blown out the power twice though with our little toaster oven. <laughs> Lucky um, for us. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't take a lot of power to put <laughs> yeah. comic books on shelves. You those computerized so, ones? This place is not. No, no. It's just like a little. It's a. It's like a. I mean, it, it's like a commercial, you know, one. But it's small. It's just right. like a little small one. Have you made this before? Mm-mm. My God, this is really good. You have to serve this to other people. What inspired this? Like potatoes and lobster. I mean, I mean, the time you know, of year or like I was just in Japan yeah. and that's very. Oh no! Well, I mean, if, everything we always do is you know is, is definitely seasonal. Um, you know, and then it's just. I mean, almost everything starts out as just. I don't know. You know, trying to like have things that have balance. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's usually the main goal that we always have when doing any dish is some sort of balance. Interesting. And then whatever's fresh. And- yeah, yeah. And then everyone's just combing the farmer's markets, walking around. The worst days to go to the farmer's market, Hollywood, Sunday, people just walking around aimlessly. You want to fucking kill them. That is like... You guys just want to scream, move! Yeah. What's the best? What's the best time and place? Or is it going to ruin it by saying it? No, I mean, Wednesday, I think, uh, Santa Monica, just be, mm. You know, because it's, it's a lot more spacious, but also... But the people watching at the Hollywood market is far better than any market I've ever seen on the planet. Because mm-hmm. you get some really strange characters mm-hmm. out there. So, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll literally just go just to, like, just oh, the people Santa watch. Monica. Wasn't it the horrible one? I don't want to bring it up. You remember when that guy plowed through? Yeah, the guy oh, drove geez. through a oh, bunch yeah, of right. them. The, yeah, it, well, it, was, it wasn't <clears throat> that, that Santa Monica one. I think it was another one in Santa Monica or in that area. Maybe Culver City or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. This is why I have to ask, how many more courses are we having? Just one more. Okay. I just I have to figure <laughs> it out because, you know... I mean, you don't know how much more there is to come. What, you got to decide for yourself. That's true. Yeah. What do you guys normally have? Four. Is, it, is, four. is it four, right? It's usually about four. We don't try to put any restrictions on it or anything, or but I think we say three or four. This is the time where I say one of these. I just go, how, how did we luck upon this again? Look at this. This is so good. This is amazing. That's sorrel. I'm going to grow some in my yard. It grows really easily, too. i got to grow it. It's so delicious. You, you could even find it, I mean, just all over the city. Oh, yeah? It's, I feel like when I was a place. kid, I might have picked it and ate it. Chances are. <clears throat> I thought you weren't supposed to pick things and eat them. In fact, once I had a garden and we planted lettuce, and the lettuce lasts like when you pick it to eat it and you put it in the fridge for a minute, it would last for like weeks and weeks. It was so yeah, that's right. rugged and healthy. It, it even started to gross me out because it was so like, like I don't like meat a lot because when I think about it too much, I can't think about it. It grossed mm-hmm. me out. But the lettuce growing from the ground... It was just so earthy <laughs> and real. That's a good point. It was like, point. wow, I'm eating a plant, <clears throat> which is not really like you think when you get stuff from the store, from the grocery store or something, mm-hmm. they supposedly put put stuff on it, right? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, usually, you know, so it's so like a bag of lettuce, for instance. Like they actually like pump a certain gas into the bag to make it last way longer, and it never lasts nearly as long as fresh. No, once I'm from the garden. I mean, once you open it, you know, oh. you know, but 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 the thing is, is you know, you have, I mean. When you think about just distribution of just anything in general, how, how much longer it takes to go from this person oh, to the middleman to another middleman mm-hmm. to another middleman yeah. to no, then finally getting from to you. the back of a truck sounds delicious, you know, like anything that's been <laughs> transported yeah. on our highways. On our highways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, the last, our highways. is the last thing like uh, desserty or is yeah. it okay? <laughs> <laughs> It is desserty. <laughs> getting getting my mind wrapped around that concept because uh, I like desserty stuff. Do you have a, a Valentine's so uh, meal coming up? You're cooking for people. Um, yeah, yeah. It's when when is Valentine's Day? I don't even know what day. I'm Thursday. Thursday. It's Thursday. They said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And then I have other stuff like other dinners I'm doing this week. It it kind of just all blends into. I mean, I'm I'm sure like even for you, it just blends into what am I doing. And then that's all you go yeah. by is, yeah. what am I doing? You don't even realize what day it is. That's or, what Lisa was talking about. Yeah, yeah, we got this thing to do today, and then uh, we'll worry about the next thing when I'm <laughs> back back looking at my calendar. <laughs> yeah. It's really depressing, though. It takes the magic out of all those holidays that you used to put so much emphasis on. Sometimes, you know, like New Year's Eve, it's just 
another work day. And work you know day. that if you don't, if you work that day, that will be good. It's good for you to work See, that I've, day. See, I just hate holidays. Just Why? All around, I think holidays <laughs> just suck. Aww. Well, well, because I, I would rather... You need a secret Santa. No, no, no. What, Does somebody what it is... pop a balloon at you? <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. No, no. I've, it, it's because we, we put so much emphasis on celebrating a holiday you know that like you have like people who like they'll max out their credit cards to have like the best christmas ever but then like the rest of the year like blows well, you know, yeah, what, what about you you can do Forget it your own way them. yeah well no no but you know but <laughs> food but, well, family but friends. the thing is is it's it's you know it, we're like conditioned to be a certain way you, you know to where it's like i mean the other day i'm i go out to uh to lunch by myself and then this girl Walks by and she's like, "Oh, you're cute. Why, why are you eating alone?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know why. Like, why not?" But it's weird because right. to like do like something by yourself is weird. You know, to to not you know like want to really like celebrate a holiday right. is weird to people. I mean, it's I don't know. I I have very mixed feelings about holidays, mainly because I think that it becomes less about the actual holiday and more about. Like for Christmas, I got to one up the gift, you know, and and everybody does it like regardless. You know? I've got your back on all of this. <laughs> well, just don't. You know, so yeah. we don't really do that. Oh, I don't even just want because it's, I, I read those books, Simplify Your Life, back in the eighties, or right, and they just would say, "Well, just don't celebrate any holidays." Like it's ridiculous. Which you know, I think we all agree with you that yeah. things get blown out of proportion. Yeah. That things cost seven times as much. Seven times. That's the mathematical figure. <laughs> seven times as much on on Valentine's Day that they would. Or ordinarily, it's impossible to get a reservation. Christmas, people act silly and do stupid financial things. But it's at the same day. time, it's really <laughs> fun to have your own traditions. Well, and well, you know, and and you know, I mean, I'm like talking about more of just like the stuff that is very consumerist holiday you know it's like um people like worrying about how many you know gifts are gonna get on christmas or valentine's Valentine's day Day. obviously the sale of fucking roses and chocolate goes through the roof and and, you know but then but then all of a sudden you're trying to play this catch-up game to like do something cool for valentine's day but it's like the most amateur like romantic day of the year so then all you can do is go out and like wait you know wait in all these lines around the cities or whatever city you're in in a line where, like, they pedal off all their, like, mediocre whatever it is. Teddy bears. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> so I just love that there's a lot of women in this country that are going to have to sit through the new Die Hard movie on, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people are going the guys win when it comes to deciding what movie to go to, except on Valentine's Day. But, what you know, I don't know what... Women love I don't know what rom-com is going to be out there. Oh, Safe Haven isn't really a comedy, but... I like... I like uh... Hansel and Gretel. Oh. <laughs> I like Die Hard movies. I do too. I have to yeah. say, I'm a big fan. I'm excited love- about this one because it's it's R rated. The <clears throat> the last one they you know they did the stupid PG 13 cop out that I don't that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, are there any good movies for Valentine's? Like we 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 do things like go see The Hobbit in 3D IMAX. There's we'll you see. know You're there's Josh dream. Duhamel and. Um, Julianne Huff. Oh, right. Safe Haven from the guy Nicholas, that does all uh, of those things. Yeah. Oh, Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas yeah. Sparks. Yeah, we'll all cry. There's a new one of those. And um, and Die Hard. I think those die are your hard options. Die Hard would be really fun to go see. Yeah. But a see, good then, day to Die Hard. 
I don't know if I'm just being cheap when I'm like, oh, well, we should just go Wednesday night. Like, uh, you know, somebody asked me today, what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? I'm like, Wednesday, well, we're not going to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day. That's stupid. Like, why would you tomorrow, do that? I think. Yeah, like, they'll probably show it at midnight on Valentine's like, or on, uh, on the, the 12th oh, yeah. because it opens on the 13th. I but think. that being said, when I was a kid, it was fun when my mom would give me like cute things on Valentine's Day or Easter egg hunts. Very Jewish Easter. Easter egg hunts. <laughs> or, you know, little Easter egg <coughs> fluffy chicks and fun things. And There's a good side stuff. to all of it. I mean, I yeah. I like that there's holiday. I, I like that holidays exist, and I can kind of work them into whatever I'm doing at the time, you know, like yeah. into my stand up or into my podcast. But I also really do not celebrate them. Well, like for, and don't do any of the shopping or any of that stuff. That for kids, I think you know it's like something. I guess. Well, I mean, obviously you you remember some stuff that you were doing. Oh yeah, I loved holidays. Um, but I think once they hit a certain age, you're just like. No, I still think Fuck it's so it. important. I like it's it. so well, important to mark the show. year. But yeah. it's so important to mark the and year. it's like, I, oh, I put a bunch of digital downloads in your stockings, kids. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like everything that they want is There's an know, iTunes card. Is not, well, yeah. gifts are weird, too, now, because you can get them all year round. Before, when we were growing up, you, you got gifts at birthdays. Maybe when your parents went on a trip, they'd bring you something cool yeah. home from someplace else. I remember recently being in France and looking everywhere for this perfect cookie that I really wanted to bring home to my family and I was so excited and I finally got it to my parents and first of all they looked at it and they're like eh? they were those like <laughs> meringue like macaron yeah. and they're like oh, what's this pistachio flavored eh and but then secondly <laughs> on the way home from the is. restaurant we a we <clears throat> met at a french restaurant which is probably better than any french restaurant i'd eaten at in france and second of all the next day i was walking around and that exact fancy place that i had bought those cookies in france was on the upper east side in new york city the exact same cookies, it wasn't special anymore. It was, it was, it's everywhere. You could go into a New York deli and buy fancy mm-hmm. chocolates and whatever. So I think it's more about the attitude. Exactly. And marking the year, it gives kids something to feel good about. Yes. It's exciting. That's a tradition. I mean, you know, who you're going to spend it with. Is I will say thing. it was awesome getting those little. You know, what are they called? Like sweethearts boxes or whatever? Oh, you yeah. yeah. So you great. vomit pretty much. Like when I was a I kid. do like uh, those, those candies. You know what else? With the words peeps. on them. Peeps are really good to cook with. Oh, man. I, I do a really nice I cobbler. Do and deep fried peep. <laughs> oh, that would be good. But you take peeps and you make like a, you can make like a, I make a baked ambrosia. Dude, you're, that is some next and then level you use, shit for sure right, right? there. And then you take pink, <laughs> wow. pink marshmallow bunnies and you can roast them on top. Wait, you have wait, to do wait, it with wait. A, I thought you didn't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you take a, a, you know, like a, a thing that you make custard with. You, you can't do it in the toaster oven or they're just, the pink bunnies will turn into big brown blocks. I like Lisa's way of describing you, can you can't cook it in the toaster oven. Now, here's how you do it. <laughs> you take a blowtorch, mini blowtorch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like creme brulee thing? Go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go over the top. It's Char very, the little bunnies. Yeah, make delicious <laughs> and everyone cute loves it for baked ambrosia. This is making me hungry for some sort of dessert. I oh, wonder yes. if hmm. there's any standing by <laughs> All right, let's go. that we could have. Let's do it. Oh, God, this thing right here, the soup thing. What do we need to eat the dessert? A fork? Um, Let me have that sorrel of yours. Spoon, okay, I'm going to hang on to my spoon. No, no, oh, you bring no, fresh spoons? Yeah. Oh, wash oh, no, it. No, no, actually we have fresh spoons. God, that's good. Okay. Okay. I remember eating yeah. this when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely ate this in my yard. Here. What, the, the sorrel? Yeah. Oh, sorrel, is that how you say it? I, yeah. I didn't know what it was. Mm. Or sorrel, sorrel. I, I get disappointed with uh, dried oregano. I... Oh my! I hate dried oregano it makes so me much. So sad. People put it in pasta yeah. sauces and stuff. It drives me insane. Me and I actually had a conversation with someone on Twitter about it, and then I felt a little stupid because I said, I was someplace and I said, "Who would put oregano on nachos? Like that is just Ugh. sad." Like, 
nachos but, with but oregano. fresh oregano. But it turns out fresh oregano is one of the, it's like a serious ingredient. And in one part of Mexico, they have special Mexican oregano that they use in certain Mexican foods. And I had no idea. It's delicious. Totally yeah. different. No, people is it put, different the well, fresh? Oh, yeah. It's totally oh. different. The, the dried oregano, first of all, people, you know, it probably goes rotten, you know, because, I mean, it goes bad because right. you know, people keep spices for way too long. Like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I know I've moved before and moved a bunch of spices, yeah, and all of a sudden someone was like, "You shouldn't do that." And I re- realized you're ap- it's t- terrible. It's, it's food, like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but oregano—that's my pet peeve. It's so funny you bring that up. I forgot about it till you brought it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand it. The one thing I do like about it is it reminds me of scratch and sniff books that I had when I was a kid, and they had like pizza. There's always the pizza smell in the yeah. scratch and sniff books or scratch and sniff and stickers. And it was weird. just like oregano. <laughs> yeah, it didn't smell like pizza. <laughs> no, it smelled like 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 fake bad, uh, mm. like the frozen pizzas, but the kind that weren't frozen that you get at Seven Eleven, the little mini ones that mm-hmm. would stack up like five in a row, wow. and like weird fake tomato sauce with like oregano. Yeah. It smells like that. <laughs> yeah, I could I go like for some. That. I could. I think we used to take oregano a lot and practice rolling joints, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. That Makes sense. <laughs> That's right. I've never. I still don't know how to roll a joint, but uh, I mean, I'll I'll try. I'll, you know, I'll give it. A ch- you know, I'll make an effort every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Turns out badly. Um, what are you doing for the Academy Awards? Do you have a Do you have a thing that you do? Or? Oh, I'm hosting. I'm hosting them. You're hosting them this <laughs> yes, year with this Seth MacFarlane. Exactly. Two uh, two exceptional voiceover artists together on stage. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if randomly I was just hosting? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm doing. I, when are they? They are on Sunday, February 24th. Oh, and I am going to avoid parties with food from Trader Joe's. I've been to so many Academy Award watching parties with friends where they're all these like good friends who are like spend all the time in the gym and they're just so healthy and muscular. And then the Academy Awards are their time to just Let's go just crazy. So they just say, Let's buy everything from Trader Joe's, which is delicious. Little mini brownie bites and Reese's peanut butter cups and cookies and crackers and all I that like, stuff. I like and they just peanut butter pretzels spread there. it. Oh yeah. And they just put it on the table and everyone sits there and some people are, have like this weird amount of uh, resist. Uh, what is it called when you don't eat something? Willpower. I don't know. Willpower. That. I sit yeah, there and I have one of Yeah, there's just a bunch of it laying out there and you're watching a four hour TV exactly. show. Yeah, and you get the worst eat. slumber party feeling at the end and then they serve real food. But I, I have to avoid that Pizza snack rolls. table. That's what Ooh. reminds me of yeah, That's what we're doing, Karen. Tatino, what are you guys doing? <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, good um, We're doing a uh, a potluck at CineFamily here in Los Angeles. A lot of food. CineFamily. if, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, formerly the silent movie theater. Oh. Still says oh, that because the building yeah. looks Fairfax. the same. I love that place. Yeah, and now it's called CineFamily, and I do uh, a bunch of... Uh, what we call movie interruptions there where I show a movie and, and sit in the front row with a microphone and make jokes during it. Oh, great. And, uh, but we do, we've started doing TV ones. Um, and, <clears throat> then, and so obviously uh, Oscar Sunday is a good day to watch TV. I can't say that we're going to watch the Oscars because that's uh, against oh, right. the advertising rules. So we're going to watch something uh-huh. on the TV, on the, <laughs> on the screen that day good. and interrupt it. But... You know, if you're a member of CineFamily, that's how you can get to go to this thing. And if you bring a dish, uh, when you get there, you're going to come by. We're going to tape an episode of Dining with Doug and Karen there. And so everybody that brings food to that event can can come by and tell us what they brought, and we can try it and tell them what we think of it. 
Are you going to yeah. have a food taster? It should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And yeah. when that last one we did was uh, the Golden Globes, and somebody made... Yeah, it was some awards show or something we watched that day. We can't say oh, what it was. we can't say what it was. <laughs> it was something. Something with gowns. But I can say that somebody made a cupcake that looked like a bucket of popcorn. Yeah. <gasps> I love that. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Beautiful. People make some uh, really, really creative, fun things, so... So come on down for that. You have to be a member of Cine Family. It's a it's a nonprofit, and it's like a they bring hundred bucks a year oh. or something to to belong. But it's such uh, a great space, and they've got the party space in the back still. They show yeah. yeah, they've got like a patio out back. That's where we'll do all the uh, the potlucking. And um, like tonight, they're showing uh, comedian Greg Proops is showing um, one of his favorite movies, which is uh, Annie Hall. Oh, that's a great movie. Great oh movie. yeah. So I'm gonna try to go by there and check that out. It'll be fun. What does so. he do? He just shows it, and he, does he talk through it? He too? does uh, like an episode of his podcast where before the movie plays, mm. he he talks a lot about it and why he likes it so much. Oh, that's cool! And then everybody watches it. So the idea is, if you listen to the podcast, you can listen to that, then watch the movie in your home, and then I think he talks more about it after it's over. So you can listen to both parts. Oh, that sounds oh, cool! Boy. I have to join. Dessert is here. What is it? Mm. it looks. There's something a little wobbly here. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's there's something a, that's wobbly and there's something that's crunchy. Marilyn Monroe wiggle to it there. <laughs> yeah. What is it? That so, or Java. It's uh, essentially s'mores, but it's like a toasted marshmallow panna cotta, salted chocolate tofu mousse, and then just some graham crackers kind of yeah. crumbled about. And do you use avocado in your tofu mousse? No, it's it's just... Uh, really tofu mousse. It's, yeah, I mean, it's chocolate, <laughs> salt, <It's good>. water, <laughs> um... And then just like silken tofu, uh, and then you know you you blend it in a blender and you just let it heat up, you know just just like you using the blender. Oh. So then the chocolate naturally melts; it wants to melt, oh. and then you can get that texture out of it. What so is the texture? I mean, what does the chocolate start out as? Like, um, uh, like shavings or? Well, yeah. So I mean, I've, I buy like big blocks of chocolate, and then and then I just cut them down. Just okay, um, and then. I mean, so so literally, it's just like a little bit of salt, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of sugar, because obviously the chocolate is sweet, um, silken tofu, water, and just blend it, and then just let it heat, and then, mm-hmm. you know, not get too hot, but to where it naturally melts the chocolate, and then also it aerates it, and then you pour it directly in, uh, into the container, and then mm-hmm. chill it like in an ice bath, Yeah, and then it just sets like oh, that. I never knew that. And do you, is that how you make other mousse, non-tofu mousse, too? Well, no, no. With the the other ones, you know, it's like you use egg whites and egg yolks and all, okay. all this stuff. But I you actually would rather, stir. yeah. I mean, I I would actually rather make it this way because I like um, the lightness of it, and I like the fact there's not a bunch of egg yolks and everything else on top of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot cleaner. It's quite delicious. It's interesting too because there's two different uh, textures of light and. And fluffy, you know, like there's mm-hmm. one of them's more of a dense, moussey, <clears throat> dense. Fluffy. And it's a little more chocolatey, right. and the other one's a little more like vanilla-y. Well, the, like well it's, it's a toasted marshmallow. So what we do is like we take, you know, um, so we get marshmallows and peeps. then you, and then and then we. Toast I was going to say are, the peeps idea has come through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could do that. With yeah, those. we we take peeps. <laughs> <laughs> we take the rabbit you skin peeps. the rabbits. Yeah. No, but like, well, so what we do is we go through and it's like you, we toast them one by one because you toast the outside and then you can pull off that layer. Oh, yeah. And then we toast the inside again, you that's know, so brilliant. you can get like that's the more, best part. you know, so, so that's why it's so dark and, you know, because like we literally burn them. Oh. That's great because the inside of the marshmallow sometimes makes me a little carsick. 
Where's you know. the toasted part? Always, <laughs> I'm always fine with that. Yeah. I like to so, do mine so perfect. Double toast. toasted. Feel like a good. Mm-hmm. You, you get your. You catch them on fire. I know. I do them in the toaster oven. See oh the my toaster God, oven you again. Really do. I make a little metal pan out of um, so we've foil. So the conclusion she uses the toaster oven for pretty much everything. She I try the I, except oven. for peeps. Oven. Yeah, peeps. Uh, yeah, you don't want to set your toaster. You started oven on with fire. an easy bake oven, didn't you? I did. I used to serve my dad a piece of cake from an easy bake oven, which is about as big as. I don't know, one of those little wedge Mm -hmm. pieces of cheese, those weird diet cheeses. Oh, the laughing cow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'd serve my dad that on a plate. Here, Dad, here's some cake. He'd say, oh, thank you, and he'd eat his little cake. This is the kind of thing where I'm taking little bites of it, but really I just want to have one huge bite and shove it in my mouth, (laughs) but I'm not... No, again, is this something you just decided to try and make and you've never made before? No, I mean, uh, I've I've made, you know, like these. I just haven't really put them together this way. You know, you know, so I mean, it's it's kind of, um, I mean, it seems like a lot of, I, I guess, like a a good way to relate it is, it's kind of like you know, you going out and doing bits and then adding and taking out pieces, you know, kind of based off of, I guess, what type of audience or yeah, where, where you're now at, you're maybe. talking my language. <laughs> <clears throat> I could cook um, too, yeah, but that's that's exactly, uh, you just got to try different things until the right combination. I mean, do you, do you like vary? You know what what you're planning on, I guess, saying to an to an audience. I mean, does it vary much by where you're at? You know, so say if you're in little like bit, Alabama or if you're in Georgia, would it be any different? You got to It's just like you and your songs. <clears throat> like uh, you know, you got to you got to do what you do, and then uh, you know, make it. I don't want to say generic, but just make it so that it'll work everywhere. But that's so strange know? too. I always find, especially now with the internet. You don't have this problem because you're a chef and you're cooking and you have to be there to eat the food. Yeah. But when you do stand-up or music, because of the internet, people can see your show or parts of it, weirdly. Mm-hmm. So I always feel awkward when this, or when the same people, like I just played in Japan and I played two shows and we didn't have time, two shows a night. We didn't have time to learn completely different sets. I could probably on my own play two different sets. Mm-hmm. But also people come to hear the same songs also. So it's this weird combination of... I just feel so awkward when I see people there. And, and I, I talk a lot during the show. That's my version of improvising because I can't improvise on music very well. And we just play exactly the music the way it is. But I, do you ever feel really weird that you're doing the same? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel so awkward. But at or least if with I wear songs, the same clothes. But at least with songs, like, uh, you know, there's your fans won't want it. Want, you know, That's true. Don't mind. You know, I, I'd go see you weird, twice though. in one night because you're also not going to say the exact same thing in your no, talking no. parts because tr- yeah, you don't no, memorize don't. it and say the same thing. You no, just sort of. I have seen musicians chat. do that, and some people can do it really well. Well, it, I, almost like a play. What you mean? Yeah, like, well, like Springsteen, like, 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 like say the same, the same stories. I mean, and sometimes those stories work, just like with stand-up. You you get to a place where you know how to say something succinctly that people might think is funny in this one part mm-hmm. that tells a story you actually <clears> want to tell, and then you go ahead and tell it again. But well, I think though, when you're seeing comedy like the surprise is the punchline <clears throat> so you see that again it's like you're not quite as surprised you still may enjoy it but sure. like songs you can hear over and over and over and over again but i still i like hearing that you that you find it weird when somebody sees two I shows in one night because that's that's what comedians really don't like because you feel like the magic has been taken out you know like and you feel like you have to do something different yeah, and you just can't. for those two people. But you work so hard to like get to sh- you know to well, get that story to where it is you, where it do works. Do you play multiple and then- shows in a night or is it just Sometimes, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, that's a, a lot of comedy is like comedy clubs. They'll, they'll have an eight and a ten o'clock show on Friday and Saturday. Also, same same place. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, but, but just then, with a 
theoretically different crowd, but people will write uh, to me, you know, on Twitter. I bought tickets to both your shows. And I said, your I shows hope you hear. Yeah, like, I hope you like hearing the same jokes four times. If you're going to see all four of my shows, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, you feel like a like a, a faker, but they but they it's craft. They make that choice and they like it. You know, I there certainly when I was younger, there were certainly comedians that I would watch them do the same route. Like especially when I was oh, yeah. coming up as a stand-up comic in my early days, some headler, headliners I worked with as the host of the show, the mm-hmm. MC, yeah. I would watch their sets <coughs> sure. every night. Others you'd just leave the room, but yeah, right. <laughs> with some you watch them every night, even though even though Absolutely. they're doing the same thing because it's just interesting to you know see to the same right. thing because the audience makes it different every time. Yeah, you know, the reaction's right. not going to be the exact. Well, I mean, the same. you know, I've I've like come through like a a lot of like Bill Hicks, you know, stuff, oh, yeah. and his mm-hmm. stuff is like. You know, it's he's telling the same type of story throughout like different times, but sometimes it's so it's it's gradually different, and then sometimes it's totally different. But you kind of know maybe like where like it started, and then it kind of transformed into this thing. I mean, to, to yeah. me, I think that like that's like one of the things that I really like about following comedians because you can see you know one one potential idea, which I mean for me I relate to because it's like a dish, right? You know, and then you see it evolve into something that is almost totally different. But you still like see kind of like I guess where where the original idea came from, mm-hmm. and then it kind of transforms into this weird, outlandish other area. Yeah. Well, do you ever get as a chef? Do you get um, annoyed when people request the same things, <clears throat> or do you like? I know like if you have a restaurant and, you, and people expect those same exact things to be on the menu day after day, it's not exactly. I mean, for us, it's more. I mean, people are coming to our stuff just literally to see what we do. So I mean, right. we um, we we have a couple dishes. That people request quite a bit. Like there's this one called uh, Wolves in the Snow, um, which mm-hmm. is a really, I guess, uh, primal looking like bloodbath on a plate. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and so that one uh, we get a lot of requests for. I, I, I did a dish based off of uh, – I'm, I'm obsessed with Twin Peaks. <laughs> so, so I did a dish based off of Twin Peaks. Right. You know, I, I did one when the BP oil spill happened that was called Fuck BP. And it, like, looked like this, like, dead sea life, like, on a shore. And, like, all this, like, black and stuff all over the place, like, oh, co- wow. just covered in oil. So, you know, so, I mean, there, there are dishes that people latch onto and they'll, they'll email us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just depends on, A, like, what type of season, you know, it is. I mean, if, if it's not seasonally going to be good, then there's no point of – of doing it whatsoever, you, right. you know. So good point. Um, some people. Should. I mean, our thing is, is it just has to be good. Like, that's all that we care about. Is right. It has to be good. Um, and then, and then from there, we can kind of, I guess, make dishes more visually striking. Or, you know, I mean, we we have a dish right now that, um, what it, it's a uh, it's a uh, pork belly with lobster um, and sweet potato latkes. Oh, so it's very kosher. <laughs> and <laughs> you, you not rich. Yeah. Um, you, you know, but but the idea was to like have, you know, kind of... And, and it, it cancels it, it out. Yeah, well, the dish came more as just like a thing of obviously being in L, uh, L.A., like we have like a lot of people who do kosher stuff. Right. You know, so it's at times it gets frustrating, you, you know, be, because like there's like a machine of like putting all this stuff out like a certain way. Right. You know, and so... Um, you know, and then you have people who are like, oh, well, you know, I eat kosher, I do this. And then they get there and then they're like, oh, well, actually, I mean, no, I could totally eat like all like this me stuff. me being vegetarian, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. O- o- only, but I mean, if I had spoken o- to you, I could have explained it to you. Yeah, but in in this situation, it's 
incredibly easy because it's only a couple of plates of food. And for me, if I just ate the things you had prepared for me as just vegetarian, I would have been totally fine. But, well, yeah, you know, but you know, but I mean, you know, so more fine than had you brought out meat for every course, and I was like, oh, but I don't really. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and so like for us, like if, if we like know like ahead of time, though, it's way easy. But you yeah. know, but it's one of those things where people change it like when they sit down. So that that dish kind of came out of literally just being frustrated about that. Right. And so that was like the idea of the dish, mm. and then it was like okay, kosher and non-kosher, smash it together, and you know, I mean, obviously make sure that it all tastes good together. Um, did you, you go to culinary school? I forgot to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I think I did. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like one of those things, you know, where you go to unlearn everything that you learned, I guess, in a way. Um, but but I think that most school is like that. You know, kind of go and figure out the way that, I guess, you're supposed to do it. And then do it differently. Where, where did, yeah. you, did you go to culinary school here? Um, in Portland, Oregon. Oh, in Portland. Oh, that explains it. Oh, mm-hmm. explains yeah. what? <laughs> All that artisan okay. stuff. Now I get it. <laughs> Friends with the old timey people, artisan things. Sorrel. I was watching Hats. a bunch of a bunch of back to back episodes of Portlandia the other day. I love oh that show so show. much. So it, good. It is an amazing show. There, there, there are some skits where I'm like, oh, like I just wish that they would have cut it off ten seconds earlier. Yeah. I have to watch it still. You're, you know, it is a you know the the recurring theme is people are aggravating. <laughs> like, there's always yeah. a character that's just absolutely driving you know driving some other character that's kind of a normal person. Uh, yeah. over the edge. When, and it's, I mean, it's living there, you know, it's it's funny because like it is sadly spot on. Like the, the stuff is <laughs> yeah. like sadly spot on. Like with with quite a bit of the stuff. Um, I I just got back from Portland, like probably about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and now now that that show's come out, you know it, it's like you go back and it's like you notice the stuff ten times more. Where you're yeah. like, God damn it, why? <laughs> this place is, it's a, it's an unusual place, but I love it. I love yeah, Portland. I like the rose garden there. Yes. I like going to rose gardens. It's very pretty. Have, have you been to that that uh, like Japanese like Zen garden that's above it? Yes. I think I went there, but not in a while. I haven't been there in a while. But I'll be doing a hopefully northeast tour, a northwest tour, and I just have to figure out when. So, what's the place people go to to see all your tour dates? And is it uh, LisaLobe.com? LisaLobe.com. Okay, it's all L O E B. Yeah, L O E B is in boy, <laughs> right? As you might say on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> As you might, or yeah. maybe Bravo. Oh yeah, no. Bravo. B Bravo. Yeah. And Wolf's Mouth? Wolvesmouth.com. Wolves. <laughs> That's pretty much. That's easy. Pretty self-explanatory. And people are coming to your place now. Do you need reservations or how does that work? Do it on your website? Yeah. I mean, you, usually people go to the mailing list and, and sign up. Um, and then we kind of go through and sift through like uh, the dates, you know. So say like we put out one for Valentine's Day, then... People all put in their RSVPs, and then we just go through and uh, pick out people for that night. Usually celebrities, but anyone. Sp- very special. <laughs> and then we charge them three times as much <laughs> as I think the last time he was here, he said he would pick us if we did, if we tried oh, to do right. it. I think he said that. Might, time, might have changed his mind since then. Usually? 7.30. Oh, shoot. Oh, do you have to try to be really like, yeah, whatever? <laughs> it's a bad time for you? Shoot. If somebody eats, your, if somebody's, or, it, that must happen with comedy, too, where people show up, certain people show up, and you're trying to be all, yeah, whatever, you're here. Mm. No big deal. <laughs> but in your mind, you're like, oh, my God. That's how I'm you know? acting today. Let's huh? go. Yeah? Yeah. She was so excited when I told I her. I was. Oh. You're like, oh, you my God. I can't eat that. <laughs> She's like every like guy's crush growing up. 
Oh. This is like every guy's crush growing up. Every, re- every, re- every reasonable guy, yeah. Every reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> See, I didn't know. Oh, what was I doing? And your guitar playing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, what do I got to plug? Oh, I'm going to be Friday night. I'm going to be at the State Theater in Traverse City, Michigan as part of the Winter Comedy Festival there. It's going to be like 16 degrees or something oh, ridiculous. So cool. Oh, I hate I it. I mean, cold. Yeah, it's cool. It's like when your head cool falls, cold. Like, like your head, your forehead skin dies. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're walking from the car that you're like, is yeah, my forehead, yeah. you're kind of excited. You're the like, is it going to die? Is my nose going to fall? Oh, off? it's so bad. And I, uh, so yeah, so Friday night I'm doing a show with Todd Berry and then Saturday. Tell Todd hello. He loves I to will. eat. Yeah, he he does. loves to eat. Saturday I'll be with uh, TJ Miller, but that one's already sold out, so I don't, I don't even know why I mentioned it. Don't know. And Sunday I'm going to be <laughs> doing a Douglas Movies uh, taping at the Zanies in Rosemont, Illinois, which is, you know, O'Hare Airport adjacent. Uh, and uh, all my tour dates are at DouglasMovies.com. Karen, did I ask you if you had anything to plug? I always have the same thing. Watch Kathy Griffin Thursday nights. Russell Brand's on this week. I love Kathy. I want to come on the show. Oh, oh set it I up. I love Kathy. Oh, yay. We were on uh, talk shows together, and, and I, I, I loved her reality show. Let's get that, let's get that going She's on. She's funny. Yeah. 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 We're I, doing it live. Live on Bravo. Russell Brand. Awesome. ASAP Rocky. We kind of put try to put odd people together. Is it always live? And Danny Brown. Mm, uh, yeah. That's the Great. new thing this, this season. You've done three of them now? We're on six already. Six? This will be our sixth, yeah. Mm. That's amazing. All right, you guys. We did it. Thank you so much to everyone. And Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Delicious. You're As so always. talented. It's insane. Bon appetit, mother. I look mother. to a nice Christmas uh, dinner. Effers. Effers. <laughs> Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie with Doug and Mommy. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 